listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author and book devourer Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, filmmaker and e-reader. This episode, we're helping you send bookish gifts and interviewing TV writer, comedian, and filmmaker and host of the Celebrity Book Club podcast, Chelsea Devantes. But first, what are you reading, Bria? I'm reading, I'm listening to a book you have already read. Although I just realized in looking it up that it has illustrations, which apparently I'm missing out on. Uh, I'm reading uh, Plain Bad Heroines by Emily M. Danforth. <gasps> oh wait, my God, Brie, I, I love this I book so much. Am I missing out on these illustrations because I'm listening to it? You are. Me, I, you are. But I mean, there, it's, it's not like a big how chunk many, of the story. How many illustrations are there? Uh, there's probably like one every other chapter or so. We just take it's photos of them and send the them to me. I will absolutely take photos and send them to you. I am obsessed with this book. Yeah, it's great. It's good so far. And actually, I really like it as an audiobook because it's told from several different perspectives. And it's kind of like an, it's it's all done by the same narrator. Um, but it but it's really well done. I really like it. Um, Mallory talked about it on the show, so I won't talk about it too much. But it basically is, um, it's two different storylines Two different storylines, I guess. It's kind of a book within a book, if you will. And I know all you book freaks out there, y'all love a book within a book. Um, <laughs> you filthy little you book love, freak. You love a meta book. Um, but it's about um, this this girls' school and um, these deaths that happen at this girls' school and at the same time uh, a movie that's being made about those deaths. And then they all center, all of those things center around no, wait, I said it's more than one book. So the deaths center around a book that all these girls liked and where that mystery is still unfolding for me. And then this woman wrote a book about those deaths and now they're making a movie of that book. Wow, it's so many meta book shit, um, but it is very good. It, it is a lot of, it took me a, like about 100 pages or so to get into the rhythm of it because it's so much happen like it's so much book you know it's like a, it's like house of leaves like it's like a story within a story within a story i will say that something about the audiobook i think makes it a little easier to understand because i was like thinking i wonder if i'd be able to follow this but like the way she does the reading she kind of reads them differently a little bit and so it kind of helps maybe um but it's really well written it's it is quite long uh i think the audiobook was quite it's like it's a honker for yeah, sure the lo- audiobook was like 700 hours. or something pages yeah yeah but um it's great so far um i know you loved it i feel like it's going to be on a lot of people's fave books of the year so I thought I needed to get it in there uh to see if it will be on mine uh what what is your what are you reading Mallory I am listening to an audiobook as well a book that was recommended to us by a listener when we talked about Dolly Parton a while ago oh yeah it's uh She Come By It Natural by Sarah Smarsh uh I am Bria after you told me to listen to that uh, Dolly Parton podcast I became really obsessed with Dolly Parton I also watched the movie Dumplin Having a moment right now. Everyone is obsessed with it. Well, I watched that movie Dumplin' last year, which you would not peg as a Mallory movie at all, but it's become like, I've watched it like five times. It's like my comfort movie now. And like, obviously Dolly Parton's a big part of that movie. And then I listened to that podcast and now like, I'm just like, I can't get enough of Dolly Parton. Uh, So this book, it's funny because it's coming out around the same time that Dolly Parton just released her new book, Song Teller, which is like a bunch of- I literally, by the way, just got both of these from the library. Oh, yes. Uh, Song Teller is Dolly Parton telling the story behind a lot of her most, 300 of her most famous songs. Uh, And this book is sort of, it's interesting because it's kind of, it's like a biography of Dolly Parton, but in the way through 
how Dolly Parton has become the voice and became the voice of a certain type of woman in the South, you know, like rural women who work really hard, um, women who dress up like quote unquote trash, as Dolly says, really has become... As, as much as Dolly is like this international like legendary superstar, she's also the voice of this like downtrodden type of woman in the South. Mm-hmm. And she really like sings their stories. And, um, you know, Sarah Smarsh wrote Heartland, which is like a nonfiction book all about the women of the rural South. So she's like the perfect person to write about Dolly Parton. And uh, she also has some similarities in like where she grew up to where Dolly Parton grew up. And it's just, it's really, really great so far. It's also a lot shorter than I thought. Uh, it's only the audiobooks only like four hours long. Hmm. So if you are looking for something short and, uh, you know, lovely because it's about Dolly Parton, it's like a really great, uh, easy read. Um it's I highly, highly recommend it. It's that's uh, She Come By It Natural by Sarah Smarsh. And mine is Plain Bad Heroines by Emily M. Danforth. Uh, so we want to take a moment to share some listener feedback. Uh, Terry wrote in about our bookmarks episode. Also, folks, I, I want I got to say, I think bookmarks is pulled into the lead for the episode we got the most fan mail about people <laughs> love talking about bookmarks it is wow. incredible so we're gonna be Nerds. we're gonna be giving foot bookmark feedback for quite quite a quite a while um so Terry, Terry says, now that every library book has to be put on hold for curbside pickup, every library book comes with a hold slip, a.k.a. a free bookmark. Nice. Uh, the weirdest thing I've used as a bookmark is a table leg. Reading in bed without a bookmark handy, I place the book on the floor by the bed next to the nightstand using the leg to mark my place. Yeah, good. Which I love that. I, I actually, I think I've tried to do that. The problem is Sailor and Lula love to chew on the edges of books if oh. I leave them out like that. So I... Uh, I have to hide them, but I love this. I love this idea so much. Blair also wrote in about bookmarks. Y'all love bookmarks. Um, (laughs) I was listening to your newest episode about bookmarks, and I remembered a great but weird source for getting bookmarks. The government. Maybe they'll give us something. This Um, blew my mind. A friend of mine told me you can how you can bulk order plastic bookmarks from the Federal Trade Commission's website for free, though this only applies to the U.S. I figured this would be a great place for, of info for your other listeners who love reading physical books and who are constantly losing their own bookmarks. Um, and I checked. What? It's totally true. You go to the Fed. If you Google Federal Trade Commission bookmarks, they ship. They will give you like 100 free bookmarks and ship them to you for free. Rhea's doing this right now. That is wild. I know. It's like the only thing. Okay, the U.S. government's like, okay, we're not going to give you any help for the coronavirus, but what we will give you is a shitload of free bookmarks. And they just have their own advertising yeah, it's just like there. a little, like a cartoon. Of the the one I'm looking at commission. is from 2013. Uh, I'm sure they have more recent ones, but this one is, there's a virtual mall where kids learn to be smarter consumers. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> but if you want a bunch of fucking free bookmarks, go to the, go and ask the Federal Trade Commission. <laughs> wow, that is so bizarre okay wow i know oh, and they so have different weird. ones it's just about consuming all of the bookmarks will be about consuming but you will get a hundred of them what wow yes. 
Nice, nice book hack. Thank you for that, uh, Blair. Yeah, extremely hot book dip. <laughs> Can somebody, somebody please try this and let us know how the bookmarks are. Maybe we should, we should, maybe we should do yeah, this should. and have and test test out these bookmarks, these free government bookmarks. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I think we should. Uh, so then Justin wrote in with a wheelhouse, which is found families. Music is magic, which is really interesting. Uh, Magic systems that explore innate talent versus learned magical abilities. Uh, And then Brad Bear... Bradburyan futurism, the sort of sci-fi that is cynical that technology alone won't make us better, but with the hope that technology bringing us together as a people will. So like Ray Bradbury was very, a very hopeful man. Yeah. And so is this- And a lot of his sci-fi is like that. Is this like, what do you call it? Oh, hope punk. Yeah. Is this hope punk you think kind of? I think, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, like Mike Chen is a hope punk writer, I guess, but he doesn't write as much about technology as about like the aftermath of stuff. Yeah, but I think that's what this is, right? It's like this is sci-fi, the sci-fi elements, the technologies are cynical, but the people are okay, you know, which is interesting. Yeah, Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder what the difference between that. We need to do a Hope Punk episode, I think. We should. So quick bookmark, uh, our best books of the year episode is coming up. Uh, We're going to be tallying up our our listeners' favorite books of 2020, favorite 2020 releases. Bria has put together a poll thingy. I don't know what the correct term for this is, but there's going to be a link in the the correct term yeah for sure <laughs> bria will be putting the link to it in the show notes and if you want you can uh click on it and fill out your favorite books of the year and it will tally them up for us so we're really we're excited quick bookmark uh from bria uh both mallory and i are guesting on uh the podcast sword and laser the sword and laser um december and january it is a book club uh fantasy and science fiction podcast um i am doing december mallory's doing january and the book i picked for december is parable of the sower by octavia butler um i think by the time no when you hear this it will not have come out yet it comes out tomorrow friday uh the fourth um so if you want to tune into that, you can get that anywhere that you uh, listen to podcasts. Uh, again, it's called The Sword and Laser. Um, and um, I will be guesting uh, for their three episodes in December uh, talking about Parable of the Sower. I haven't started it yet, so I'll be catching up. You can still start it. Um, and we will. Uh, the first episode is just us introducing the book, but then in two weeks we will be talking about the book more fully. So um, listen for that. Uh, the episodes come out every other Friday. Uh, so you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. If you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month, you can sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in the show notes. And before we help you give book gifts remotely, we're going to take a quick break. This week, Reading Glasses is sponsored in part by one of our favorite reoccurring sponsors, StoryWorth. For many of us, the holidays are going to look wicked different this year. We're all looking for ways to connect remotely, ways to gift give remotely, ways to make some special memories when we are not allowed to see each other in person. Uh, Family and friend reunions might not quite be the same, but that shouldn't stop everyone from feeling close, which is where StoryWorth comes in. 
you, you folks know if you listen to the show, we absolutely love StoryWorth and we love them for several different reasons. So StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a great way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person. And the way that it works is every week, StoryWorth emails your family member different story prompts, questions you've never thought to ask. You know, most people don't think to ask deep life questions in the in everyday conversation you know things like what's a small decision you made that ended up having a big impact on your life uh and you can even make up your own questions and have story worth ask those which is really really cool and then your your family member either types them in or there's a service where their story worth can call your family member and they can record their story, which is great for maybe some older family members that aren't as computer savvy. Then after a year, StoryWorth will compile all the stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped to your loved one for free. And uh, we love these. We gifted them both to people that we know. Bria gifted StoryWorth to her mother, and her mom loved it so much the, that she ended up giving the giving StoryWorth to more of her family members. So it's a really, really special gift. Uh, last year, Jeremy and I um, gave it to Jeremy's mother, and she loved it. It's just super special. And the great thing about it this year is that it's something you don't have to wrap. You can do it all online and it gets sent over to your family member. So it's also a great last minute gift or, you know, the a couple weeks before Christmas when you're panicking about shipping things, you don't want to go to the post office, you're not sure what to get. This is something that's really unique and affordable and easy to do. Uh, so you can give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. You can get started right now. So no shipping required by going, to storyworth.com slash glasses. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. So that's storyworth.com slash glasses for $10 off. It's amazing. It's so easy. It's so special. It's so cute. That's storyworth.com slash glasses. Glasses. Does our podcast deep dive into the weirdest Wikipedia pages we can find? Yes. Do we learn about scam artists, remote islands, horrible mascots, beautiful diseases, and mythical monsters? Yes, 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 absolutely, and yes. Do we retain any of this knowledge? Eh, probably not. I'm Emily Heller. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. We make art and comedy and TV shows and also the podcast Baby Geniuses. For the past eight years, we've been trying to learn new things about the world and each other every episode. But let's be honest, this podcast is mostly about two friends hanging out, shooting the breeze, and making each other laugh. We're horny, we like gardening and horses, and we get real stupid on here. But like, in a smart way. Yeah. Join us every other week on Maximum Fun. Baby Geniuses, tell us something we don't know. This week, oh boy, holiday season in the pandemic. So staying safe this season means that lots of folks are hopefully staying home instead of traveling to see friends and family, but that makes giving gifts to your bookish loved ones a little more difficult. Uh, so we're here to help send reader gifts from afar. First, um, this is definitely the year of the gift of the subscription. It's easy to buy. Yeah, for fucking sure it is. <laughs> You don't have to deliver it in person. Uh, it just arrives. A monthly book subscription is great. There are all sorts of um, 
ones for different reading levels. Uh, most have different uh, gifting levels too. Like you can do every like three months, six months, um, uh, once a year, um, all sorts of books. There's so many things. We've covered it on the show, um, but there's many different kinds of book subscriptions. And if you know someone they're like, oh, I'm into romance novels or whatever, there's a book subscription for that. So I think that is a wonderful thing. And you don't have to spend, it is, it's not a cheap gift. So you could definitely do like the four times a year choice. You know, that is, that is an option, but it's a wonderful thing. And then that person is reminded of you throughout the year, which is, I think the best part. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There's so many of them now that you could literally, like Bria said, Google, uh, insert genre and or age, age range here, book subscription and something will come mm-hmm. up. There's ones for, there's ones for babies. There's ones for middle schoolers. There's ones for YA. There's ones for romance, thrillers, horror. There's just so many of them. And it's a lot of them now too. I just saw a horror one go across the, the scrolling screen of my Instagram the other day that like every month you get a bookmark or every couple months you get a horror bookmark and, uh, and a, t- and a t-shirt and a book. And yeah, so cool. def- do some, do some Googling and, and depending on who you're buying your book uh, subscription for, and you'll find something that like really perfectly fits them. Cool. Also, speaking of subscriptions, you can give out audiobook subscriptions too. Um, we're, uh, I had never really thought about this until until this year. And we're actually thinking about, I can say this because I don't think they listen to the show, but we're thinking about getting that for um, my, my boyfriend's dad who loves audiobooks. And it's like, we're not going home to Jeremy's family in Maryland this year because we don't want to die and we don't want anyone else to die. So we're trying to think of like stuff we can give them that's more uh, like a remote gift. And this is the one that we're settling on. Also, Reading Glasses is, is uh, now a Libro FM affiliate and they're offering gifts, gift subscriptions, which is awesome. There's three-month, six-month, 12-month gift memberships. And when you buy a 12-month gift membership, Libro FM is passing half of what you spend onto the bookstore of your choice. So you get a present for someone, a present for your, and a present for your favorite bookstore, uh, which is extremely fucking cool, a great gift, and like you're, you're helping out indie bookstores. And it's great, especially, uh, you know, the great thing with this just like with the book subscription is you don't have to wrap it you can get it like the week it's the perfect gift to be like oh my god it's the week of christmas i haven't gotten this person this thing yet i don't know what to do it takes like it will be less than five minutes to fill everything out and boom you've got a great gift uh so if you go to libro fm libro.fm slash redeem slash glasses that's our affiliate link and you can gift it's three month uh, six-month and 12-month gift, gift memberships. We'll put a link in the show notes, but that's libero.fm slash redeem slash classes. Yeah, and just so you know, we are we know there are other places, but we are an affiliate with them. So we're just being very honest and transparent with you uh, that we well, we get a percentage. Just, uh, we get we get a, we get money if you buy these, just so you know. We don't we want to be very honest. Yes. But and also to be fair, like there are other yeah. audiobook subscription companies uh but we partnered with Libro FM because we love them we've talked about them on the show a bunch before they reached out and asked us if they wanted to be affiliates they support independent bookstores I use Libro FM now Jeremy uses Libro FM now uh if I'm not getting a book from the library we just genuinely like them we try to be an affiliate of things that we really like like bookshop.org and we're happy to be able to uh to do stuff like this that actually like directly gives back to indie bookstores so like uh you know when it gives if you gift do it the twelve month gift membership, half of that goes onto the bookstore of your choice. We don't get any more money from that, right? But your fucking bookstore does, and that's cool as hell. Yeah. 
Um, so speaking of indie bookstores, uh, many are shipping and gift wrapping. You can buy stuff online uh, from your local indie or any indie in the entire country. You don't, that's the, the internet, y'all. Um, <laughs> Uh, you get to see what holiday things they're offering, and um, you can see if they're offering wrapping. A lot of them do, and then they're going to ship it for you, so you don't even have to go to the post office. I have been having to go to the post office lately um, for various reasons, and let me just say, it is not quite a clusterfuck yet, but it is going to get there, and I would say avoid it at all costs. If you can get them to do it for you, um, I just would say do this early. Do it as early as possible because I think that people are going to be overwhelmed by the number of things they need to send. Bookstores are going to be overwhelmed by the number of things they're going to need to send. Yeah, so I know our, our my local independent bookstore, Skylight, is offering gift wrapping and shipping. I love them. I'm actually going in pretty soon to sign a bunch of books for them. So if you're cause looking, I, my paperback tour got canceled this year. So a lot of folks who wanted signed paperbacks of Lady from the Black Lagoon did not get them. So this is going to be the only place in the country that you can get them. Um, and if you're in LA and you're looking for an independent bookstore to, to support, check them out. Also Book Moon, who, which is co-owned by one of my favorite authors, Kelly Link. Uh, it's over, it's in, it's in Massachusetts and they're offering uh, these really cute holiday packages with like a book and a, a cozy quilt and like nice gifty things Ooh. in there. Uh, uh, it's like the perfect gift. And also, if you want to give a book to somebody and you want to get it from an independent bookstore and you're like, okay, great. Like, they're going to wrap it. They're going to send it. But only problem is I do not know what book to give to this person, whether it's an aunt or, or a sibling or a friend or whatever. When you before you order the book, call up the independent bookstore and ask the booksellers. They are literal experts at this. Be like, hey, I have an annoying little sister that likes, uh, I don't know lizards tell me a good book to buy for her and they will help you out it is like the all-inclusive thing but uh yeah the uh their their independent bookstores are the greatest and obviously there's the gift that we always talk about the fucking gift card the bookstore gift card it's the it's the gold at the end of the reader's rainbow it is the top gift the top choice it's like when you're at the carnival and you throw a ball and you get to get the most (laughs) giant The most giant uh, teddy bear. That is the one. You can get it shipped or it can just come to you digitally. I mean, that is pretty fucking great. Um, Check what the store you want to buy from. But I just think that that is wonderful. It's the kind of thing I like to receive because I'm like, you don't know what I've read. Uh, You don't know what I've been reading. (laughs) You don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know what random bass book I want to buy. Like, please just give me a gift card. Please. A gift card is my favorite thing to receive. Oh, give, it's tr- it's truly the the gold at, at the end of the the reader's rainbow. It's like when you get a gift card, like all of a sudden all the pages start falling down from the ceiling, and like all yeah, like happy music so nice. starts playing. Oh, gift cards are the greatest, and they, again, they're a perfect remote gift. Especially, I mean, I know that a lot of books, indie bookstores, will mail a physical. Uh, gift card to whoever you want and I saw there was some bookstore I saw I can't remember the name of it uh in uh maybe it was in West Virginia that is doing like appointments so if like you can book a time slot to come in to the the bookstore where no one else will be there uh so it's like socially distanced and safe that's pretty cool um but if you don't have access to something like that or and the person you're giving it to does not have access to something like that, give them the digital version. They'll get it in there. It's, it's just like the audio auto, um, just like an audiobook subscription. It's something that you don't have to wrap that you can give to them instantly. That'll just appear in their inbox. It's perfect. Truly a perfect yeah. gift. Yeah. Um, also, very cute remote gift idea is buying two copies of a book and one for you, one for someone you love to read at the same time. It is one. So cute. cute. So cute. <laughs> 
Also, it's a fun way to give a gift and have something to do that connects the two of you. You know, I know we're all at the point where we're really missing our friends and family. Uh, It's very tough, especially this time of year. Uh, We're getting to the point now, you know, I haven't, a a lot of people that are close to me, I haven't seen them in a really long time. I think this is, Pretty soon it'll be like the longest time I've ever not seen my best friend who lives in Brooklyn. Normally we like visit each other a couple of times a year and she's the last person I saw uh, before um, the pandemic all happened. What was that? The first week of March? Yeah, sounds right. Uh, so it's tough. It's really tough. Everyone misses each other. But if, uh, you know, doing something to, it's something that you can do together, but that's far away um, and something that's really thoughtful and uh, just really fun. And then you get to talk about books with somebody. It's a win for everybody. I think it's a very cute idea. Also, don't forget, um, I'm going to say three kinds of books you can buy anybody. Coffee table books, cookbooks, and as we'll get to in our interview in a second, memoirs, celebrity memoirs. Um, they're... It's a Very lot, easy book gift. Yeah, there's a lot of staying home at our future. These are the kind of books people don't buy for themselves often. So I think it's a cook, cute idea. Like a cute idea is to buy a cookbook um, and some of the ingredients these people that might be in the cookbook and send it to them. Or you know they're a fan of Dolly Parton, send them that Dolly Parton book. Um, or um, as Chelsea is going to give us uh, some advice in a minute, she thinks that there's a celebrity book gift for everyone, uh, <laughs> a celebrity memoir gift for everyone. Um, but these are the kind of things that you can literally buy for people that I think are easy. You can ship them to them. And they're cute ideas. Coffee table books. People are not buying that shit for themselves, you know? And it's a nice thing to have. They can look through it through the long, long days of the pandemic. (laughs) Yeah, the uh, Obama just came out with his new memoir, Promised Land, and... It's I think the hard it's in hardcover it's like forty five dollars. Wow, very expensive. Um, so it might not be something. It might be something that someone wouldn't get for themselves. Uh, I think we're actually going to be getting it for Jer- Jeremy's dad. Um, and it's a perfect. It's it's one of those. Obama's like a perfect book gift because it's great for dads. Also great for moms. Good mm-hmm. great great for like basically anybody. Because. Uh, Everybody loves Barack Obama. Yeah. And the audiobook is really, really good too. He reads it. Um, and like it's just it's it's a great, like Bria said, it you know, everybody has their own celebrity memoir. And he his, this new book is is one that all you more likely than not somebody's gonna be interested in reading. Mm-hmm. Uh also if you're looking for other ideas. You know what we do here on Reading Glasses. Refer to the, our back catalog. We review so much book tech, book candles from an Etsy store, Bria's favorite thing My in the entire thing. world. So much Etsy <laughs> stuff. I, I actually made some links, and I'm going to put them in the show notes of cute Etsy stuff that I found that you could give to people. Bria's personalized holiday gift guide. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I'll make that and put that in our newsletter. That's a good idea. We should do that instead of recommend, or maybe alongside our recommendations. Yeah. That's a really fun idea. A couple idea. cute, yeah. Um, yeah, cute bar- bookmarks from a place you'd like to travel, personalized book stamps. You know I love the book stamp. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Oprah made a list of book-related gifts. It's really amazing. I'm going to link it. And I was like, oh, man, I just want to be Oprah one day so I can make a list of various gifts I found on Etsy that people should buy. <laughs> you know who did that recently is Tan France from Queer Eye. for the. And um, I was thinking of you. I was like, Bria should be an Etsy influencer. Ugh, I would love it. I would die. He made like, he like partnered with a bunch of Etsy creators and like made a curated list of like his favorite Etsy, Etsy shops. I love and it. I was like, Bria should fucking do this. Yeah. It's a mu- great idea. Etsy, call uh, so me, can, call me. <laughs> yeah, somebody from Etsy, please call Bria. Uh, I mean, we got a chocolate sponsor. It's I true. mean, the, put it the, into the, the universe. Is our it's, like the, it's like the, what is that book where you say things and then things happen? 
This isn't that the secret. Yeah, it is a secret. How did you know that's what I was talking about from the very vague description I just gave? <laughs> you know that it, my superpower is guessing what books people are talking about based off of extremely vague descriptions. Like it, the me. secret. If you say chocolate, it will come. <laughs> <laughs> so you can send your thoughts on rem- remote book gifting to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Before we interview uh, Chelsea Devantes, host of the Celebrity Book Club podcast, we're going to take a quick break. Reading Glasses is sponsored in part this week by Kitty Poo Club. So we're all stuck in lockdown again. (laughs) We're all working from home and now it looks like many of us, probably most of us, are spending the holidays at home. Uh, Which is great on one hand because I get to spend all the holidays with my lovely two cats, Sailor and Lula. But it also means that I'm spending the holidays with their litter box, (laughs) which I don't want to spend the holidays with. Uh, And I, you know, I I love them very much, but the litter box is absolutely my least favorite part about having two cats. That's where Kitty Poo Club comes in. Kitty Poo Club is absolutely incredible. Bran and I are completely obsessed with it. Uh, Every month, uh, Kitty Poo Club delivers an affordable, amazing, high quality, amazing, recyclable, extra amazing litter box that's pre-filled with the litter of your choice. And the boxes are leak-proof, they're eco-friendly, and they have a fun design for every season. Don't you want your cat peeing in a cute Christmas or holiday-themed litter box? It's an extra thing you don't even have to worry about decorating. It's so cute. And I can absolutely attest to all of these things, the leak-proofness. We had it in our living room, all over the carpet, did not have to worry about it at all. It's absolutely eco-friendly it was so easy after the first month that me and jeremy used it broke the box down poured the litter out and threw the litter uh through the box the cardboard box and the recycling it was so easy and it was so great and there's no plastic uh and when the month is up this is the best part just recycle the box and kitty poo club will automatically deliver a new one to you you don't have to change the used litter you don't have to scrub down that gross box you don't have to go to the 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 pet store and lift up like a 40 pound bag of litter and like wrestle it into the back of your car and get it up three flights of stairs uh which i've had to do before it's so wonderful you don't have to worry about it you don't have to remember to get new litter you don't have to think about it it is awesome we love it it is so easy to use it solves all of the problems with litter Uh, i used the soy organic litter and i absolutely loved it i was super impressed with the odor control so were sailor and lula (laughs) they loved it they love they were in the box they they started using it more than their regular litter box so we we switched over it was awesome and right now kitty poo club is offering you 20 percent off your first order when you set up auto ship by going to kittypooclub.com and entering promo code glasses so you get you set up auto shift so you never have to remember or worry about litter ever again. And you get 20% off your first order. It's amazing. So you go to kittypooclub.com and enter promo code GLASSES to get 20% off when you set up auto ship. That's kittypooclub.com. And don't forget to enter promo code GLASSES at checkout. GLASSES. Are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety? Do you quake uncontrollably, even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares, only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO, news overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, 
Dave Holmes for two, two, two doses of troubled waters a month. The cure for your news overload. Available on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. So here we are with TV writer, comedian, and filmmaker, Chelsea Devantes. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It is such an honor to be on your podcast. Oh, it's an honor to have you. Uh, what are you reading right now? Uh, what am I reading right now? I just started Delta Burke's memoir. Um, it's called Delta Style. Eve wasn't a size six and neither am I. <laughs> so I love it. Funniest titles. Um, that I is recap, uh, I recap celebrity memoirs on my Instagram stories and so I just started Delta's on my Instagram last night however it's not my first time reading it I read this book in 2004 because the whole book is about like the press was just like you're fat and and to the point that she had to like write a book about her body and to like back off and to love herself and then she gives like style tips for curvy girls and when I was younger I was like I need to read this book oh that is amazing and your Instagram is amazing it is it is a must follow I enjoy all of your posts about the celebrity memoirs um tell us about your your new podcast uh celebrity book club podcast Okay, so it, it came out from the Instagram. Um, so celebrity memoirs have always been my favorite book genre ever since I was little. I think it's just like that's what happens when a Target is your nearest bookstore. <laughs> I grew up in small town. <laughs> Those are the books they sold. And so, but I just really learned to revere them because I really wanted to be, you know, in this career and be a filmmaker, but I was from small towns in the Southwest and I didn't know how you got there. And then I realized like Jane Fonda in writing about her life would also talk about auditioning and directing. And so then I was like, oh my God, there's so many gems in these books and so however it's not a very respected literary genre so I've never been like loud about it but um I had the Jessica Simpson memoir on pre-order and then I was on a girl's trip reading it and I was drunk enough in a hot tub that I felt so compelled to tell the world they needed to read this book that I started Instagram Instagram recapping it. And I was like, guys, the Jessica book is not what you think. Like, you got to get in on this. That was February. And then immediately people were like, "This, you have to make this into a podcast. And so then I took it out as a pitch in April and it went to Stitcher. And like, we just debuted. And, and each episode, I recap one of my favorite celebrity memoirs with a very good friend of mine. And we just like celebrate them, but also pull out the insights and the gems that are hidden inside the book and just like kind of talk shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, I was saying before we started recording, I, I love your podcast. Cause I feel like you're, you're not, it is a genre that people sort of make fun of or whatever, but, th- but you're not making fun of them. You're like, these are interesting books. They say a lot of cool and interesting things. And like, I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed it. I'm telling you, I learned so much about Mariah Carey today because I was listening to the Mariah Carey episode. <laughs> well, I, it's so crazy because it, it is, the books are made fun of a lot, but like all of them, and I would say a lot of them are filled with intense, like tragic trauma because, you know, just as a woman in life, a lot of shit happens to you. But then these are also women who pursued a career that's like male dominated. And so they have all these like war stories. And I genuinely learned so much about them. They're like self-help books to me because 
self-help books can get a little, um, sometimes they're hard to read, but these are self-help books where like, you're also reading about how Ashton Kutcher doesn't believe in sobriety or how Tina Turner put crystals in her pipes and thought those would heal her disease. And so it's like way more fun to learn lessons. <laughs> okay. Do you have a favorite uh, celebrity memoir? Yes. I would say my favorite two are did the Demi Moore book. It, the Demi Moore book is pretty dark. She's had a, a intensely sad life, but um, some of the things that happened to her, I just really relate to. They're things in my own life. And it's a really good book about generational trauma and like how mothers pass things on to daughters and like how you break the cycle. So I really love that one. And I really love Gabrielle Union's memoir. It's that it's just a book that I wish I would have read when I was a teenager because it just like it's just really fun and and light, but also has a lot of depth in it and like teaches you like how to be a woman. She also like gives advice for like, if you're going to cheat, here's how you do it. (laughs) (laughs) The advice we all need. Actually, I've heard that one's really good. People have said that's a really good one. It's fantastic. Yeah. I actually bought a bunch of copies to give out as gifts. Like, oh, if I ever need to give a gift, I just want to have a Gabrielle Union memoir on hand. So I thought of it for your podcast. (laughs) Um, okay, well, this episode is all about we're uh, buying gifts for the holidays, and we think memoirs are probably good gifts. Is that true or false? Oh my god, completely true. Because you know, books books are a hard gift to give because if if mm-hmm. someone doesn't like the book, you're gifting them a burden, right? No, <laughs> oh, this thing you're not going to read. Um, but celebrity memoirs can always make fun coffee table uh, decoration, great books to have by the toilet, and they can fun on your bookshelf. So even if someone doesn't want to read them, they're always great. And I would say they're they're surprising books. I feel like people, when they really give them a chance, are always surprised at how great the book is. Okay, I'm going to give you some specific people in 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 people's lives. Like what about is there one for our for like the dad of of someone's life? Is it someone's dad? Okay, for your dad, you should probably give him the Jennifer Lopez memoir cuz it's mostly fun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks great. She looks great. <laughs> the book is is you know, I would say it's 80% photos. So I think your dad'll really enjoy it. Okay, what about the weird aunt in your life? Uh, weird aunt. Cher's book is incredible. It's oh. it, it's kind of broken up like little short stories or or little it's called a uh, my book of first. So it's like the first time this, the first time this and her stories are so wild and so great. Um I think also if your weird aunt wants to dabble in comedy, she should read Ali Wong's book. I read, you know, cuz I'm a comedian, I've read all the comedian memoirs. I think by far the best one is Ali Wong's. It's both seriously funny and gives legit stand-up advice um the other great comedian memoir is daryl hammond's but only because it is so tragic it'll uh you got to be in a good place to read that one you got to be in a good (laughs) strong place to read that one um i feel like i read the ali wong one because i saw it on your instagram and i was following I, it seemed like a lot, I got a lot of good advice from it from you. So, so funny. Like I yeah. It also has this great love story built into her book that like takes your breath away. Like her husband closes her memoir. And normally I would be like, ew, gross. Like, why did you give the closing chapters to your husband? But in this book, it's like, uh, I cried. Wow. Okay. I should have asked this one first, but is there one like for every, that like I could just give to anyone, like a, a memoir that would work for any person? I do think that's probably the Gabrielle Union's memoir. That's Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, it's just really good. It's both easy to read, but also has depth. I really don't like the memoirs that are just like, here's some recipes. Like it has a lot of depth to it, but it's still fun. And then also she's married to Dwayne Wade. So it's a great book for dudes too, because, um, you know, he's a big basketball star. So you get to learn about him. And, um, another book that I, if you're going, if you know someone going through a really hard time, these books are really great pick-me-ups. So if someone's really at rock bottom in your life, give them Demi Moore's book or Jessica Simpson's book or even Mariah Carey's. They're really great pick-me-ups, like how do you survive and go on. Wow. Okay, great. Um, okay, something we like to ask everyone is what is your reader wheelhouse, which is like something that you like a book is about or something about a book that you always makes you pick it up. I assume celebrity memoir is one of them. <laughs> Celebrity memoir is definitely one of them. I will also say uh, there's no, <laughs> I'll read them all. So like I, I worked in late night news comedy for a while and I read all of the Fox newscaster. Lately. <gasps> so, wow. Carlson's and I just love them. They really tell you, they just give you the, what's inside someone's mind, which is so great. And I, I think like, um, I really love when the celebrity memoir, it, it, just the more powerful a woman is, that's the more I want to read the book because especially if she was born decades previous, like she went through fucking shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think memoirs are a lot like Tinder profiles. Like you can see one and think it's going to be perfect. And then you open it up and it's just like some gross lifestyle book and has like diet tips. And then you <laughs> wonder like, ugh, that's not for me. And you open it up. And it's like the best fucking read of your life. So you like the ones that like really get into the detail, not like a Gwyneth Paltrow cookbook kind of situation. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Uh, yes. I like it when there are some women out here who have like really given their all to a book and <laughs> all the way of like, I'm showing you all of me, but also I want to help women reading this. Um, and I, yeah, those are the ones I really like. Like even Leah Remini's book. That's a great one for everyone too. It is Scientology insanity. It's fucking bonkers and it's so funny but it's also full of depth and then also she's kind of teaching you like how to be a troublemaker and like fight for what's right it's really cool amazing okay where can we find you online where can people um listen to your podcast and check out your instagram and all of those things okay so you can check out my instagram at chelsea devantes that's also where i'm recapping the books um celebrity book club also has a facebook group where we get into a deeper dive and that's a podcast on facebook i'm also on twitter at chelsea devantes and um you can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast so um stitcher apple spotify it's called celebrity book club podcast with chelsea devantes yeah y'all don't sleep on this podcast it is super fun i've had such a good time listening to it i really appreciate it and thank you for coming on the show thank you so much i love books and i love how much you guys uplift them and tell us all the good ones time to answer a recommendation request bob writes in this is i want to say before we read this this is one of my favorite recommendation requests we've ever gotten very funny love it uh, as a father in his late 30s, I have all of a sudden developed an interest in history, though thankfully I have avoided the siren call of books about World War II. <laughs> My problem is that when I'm looking for books to read about history, I'm very aware that some of them are written by crusty old white men who have some outdated ideas and theories. Where can I find recommendations for history books not written by people who are either out of touch or full-blown trash babies? Bria, what should Bob read? I just want to say, Bob, 
You're early. You're early in this thing. World War II is going to hit. There's going to be a moment you wake up and you're like, I want to know more about the Axis powers. Like you are going to suddenly have an interest in World War II. You're going to start talking to people about theories of the, uh, oh, I don't know. I'm just going to name random crap. Anyway, um, you're going to want to I don't know. Some- I mean, remember our friend Ross is a, is a dad and it never hit for him. He never got World War II. Ross? I don't know. I feel like he's secretly reading World War II books somewhere. <laughs> Ross is like waking up in the middle of the night when his wife and kid are asleep, sneaking downstairs and mm-hmm. cracking open a Winston Churchill biography. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, so um, The People's History of the United States by Howard Zinn changed my life. Um, it changed how I viewed the world. It changed everything. Um uh, it is written by an old white man, but it's a really incredible book. Um, and it is, uh, is a really great place to start. Um, I also feel like since you're just looking generally for places to look, I would start thinking about micro histories. I find they're better about addressing, uh, race, class, and gender in history than like a generalized history book. They're also, I, I find, I feel like the authors, and this just may be my bias, but I feel like the authors of micro histories are a mo- lot more diverse group of people. Do you feel that? Way, yeah. Yeah. I think in, in recent years, uh, there's just been, it's not so much that there's more people writing them is that they're getting more of a spotlight than they used to, which is great. Yeah. And what's really weird is that, um, I mean, is that there's a lot of micro histories about race and um, they're classified as micro histories, but what they really are is just history because race plays, it plays into every aspect of history. So for example, I was thinking about the new Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander, um, because I mean, this could be a good one to start with because it combines kind of all the things you're looking for. Um, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, about this specific part of history, but it is, history is all intertwined, right? And this is a very important thing that we are seeing play out in every aspect of our our culture today. So I think finding, seeking out those books, which I'm very proud of, um, of Bob for like, this is awesome that you're like seeking these out and aren't just going to like the 40 LBJ uh, biographies that have been written. (laughs) For sure. Um, which actually I hear the one that came out last year is quite good. But um, uh, I didn't read it, but I hear this amazing. Um, I think it was last year or year before last. There was a big one. Anyway, um, but I think finding these micro histories about people or I'm calling them micro histories, but like very specific, specifically looking for them. And even even the micro histories that you don't think are going to be about like race inclusive of race, class and gender. Like if it's a history on like, you know, the space program or something like that. I don't know. I haven't read that book, but uh, I, it probably is more likely to be included if it is about this very specific time in history is what I have found. Um, not across the board, but I, I think that that could be a way you could start. Uh, what do you, how do you think Bob should try to find these books? Uh, I also commend Bob for this. I mean, we all know history is like I'm now, I guess, a professional historian, like a history, which is a very weird spot to find myself in. Um, But history is just a story that you tell. Right. And we know that if you tell history from a different perspective, you're going to get a very, a very different history than if Mm -hmm. you uh, if 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 somebody else writes it. So seeking out history written from the uh, perspectives of people who traditionally haven't gotten the chance to tell their stories and their histories is amazing. But it's definitely like you know you can't type all of that into a search engine you know it's 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 tough you have to learn you have to seek it out um so first off I think it's a great time to tap into the power of your local bookseller or librarian um like you know I obviously we can't go into libraries and bookstores right now but calling emailing them or calling them up and and asking like hey I want to get a history book but I'm I want to make sure that it's uh 
it's from a more diverse author that's with a more inclusive history, they're going to have a ton of recommendations. I, I know at our at my local indie skylight, they have when I was able to go into the store and like shop for stuff, they always had like a brand new nonfiction section, like a, a an end cap of ones that they recommended, and they were always really really diverse and with really diff- different cool authors. Um, and the great thing about doing that is after a while, you're going to develop some authors that you love and you mm-hmm. can follow the work of and they'll recommend other things if you follow them on social media or have recommended lists in the back of their books. So just the the more the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. Um, yeah, to, but to get recommendations, definitely call on the experts. They're just a phone call or email away. So to start, though, I highly, highly, highly recommend the work of Sarah Vowell. Uh, she writes hilarious hilarious history books uh she's really really funny she's fantastic uh she has quite a few and a really good one to start with is the wordy shipmates and it's a history of puritan colonists in massachusetts in the 17 in 16 and 1700s it's not crusty crusty at all it's very very good history it's very very funny it's just like really really engaging and she again she's got a bunch of books that so you can keep reading um reading after her and find other books that she recommends so Bob, I hope hopefully the like you ever you think one day Bob is just gonna wake up and his eyes are gonna shoot open and he's gonna be like, honey, it's hit. <laughs> I must I must read this book about World War II. <laughs> and she's gonna be like, No, <laughs> it's come for my husband. The problem is he's gonna read a bunch of history books and they're all gonna lead back to World War II. They're all gonna like yeah. mention it and he's gonna be like, Okay, okay, and then somehow he's like gonna end up it's not gonna he's not gonna it's not gonna be helped, but I feel like World War II is like the sketchy guy on the like in the neighborhood. He's got like a trench coat on and he's like trying to like encourage the dads to come hang out with us. Like, hey, come over here. They're like, no, no, we're, we're trying to resist. Uh, so good luck, Bob. Hopefully these these recommendations help. And so if you want us to either solve your reader problem, answer a recommendation request, anything, anything you book tech you want us to test out, send it to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, as always, we want to thank Danielle and Kathy and Jessica who run our Facebook group and Chrissy and Rachel who moderate our Goodreads page. Uh, remember, if you want to buy reading glasses um, gifts, maybe for somebody who is a fellow reading glasses fan in your life, there's tote bags and shirts and stickers in the Maximum Fun store. There's a link in the show notes. They're very adorable. And don't forget about all our stuff over on Redbubble. You can get Mallory and I looking like saints, uh, blessing you, freeing you of your book guilt. I think that's a great idea to give someone for the holidays. Yes, we'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, Sam, the artist, uh, Identigeek on Instagram and uh, in Twitter, made, she made this fan art of me and Bria as book saints that we were just still completely obsessed with. And she put them up on Redbubble as a variety of different uh, products uh, from tote bags to to posters to coasters, I think. This is just like, there's so many different things. Everything. We do not get anything from it. 100% of the proceeds go to Sam. Uh, she's an amazing artist and we really really love her work but what better gift to get somebody for christmas than a an awesome uh uh awesome thing but also supporting a small artist in small business is is a really really great thing to do uh so we'll put a link to that in the show notes um and if you like the show and you want to get me and bria something for christmas rate review us on itunes or Mm -hmm. in apple Podcasts. it's free for you it's great for us it's very quick you don't have to wrap it uh and be they're all unique so you don't have to worry about us already having it and we the thing is we want more of them so if you were like wow Mallory and Bria worked really hard this year I want to get them a holiday present just give us a a five star review we would be really really happy about that 
You can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Reading G Podcast, on Instagram at Reading Glasses Podcast, and you can always follow along on our bookish adventures using the general hashtag Reading Glasses Podcast. Thanks for listening, and, and thanks, thanks for, for reading. reading.